Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last week's 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. In the first reading, Elisha not only spoke God's word, he also acted on it. We see in the second reading that unity does not mean uniformity. It means one in Christ. The gospel reveals that we are to feed others with God's word and our love. This week, be a person of action and see where you need to put aside petty differences to achieve unity in your family, with your co-workers, in your school, and in your parish activities. Remember, 
We cannot feed his sheep if we are too busy feeding ourselves. Deacon can answer that by saying, I was very Christian in, in my talk with Nicole. And I answered that. A hurt that happened many years ago has surfaced itself. And I have had to come to a decision to forgive the person and let go of the past. It has been very difficult, but I know this will bring healing to both of us, but mostly to me. The scripture that is helping me is Psalm 145:18. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. What was a helpful or new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Deacon Ken answered it. We must act on God's word. His application, I will stop being critical to others with my mouth, especially Marie. And I answered that. God provides the food I need through the church by providing me with his word in Eucharist. It never ends and is always available to fill my hunger. The food he provides for me makes me humble, gentle, patient, and helps me to bear with one another through love. My application, continue to go to mass daily, receiving his food, word, and sacrament. Daily have an attitude of gratitude for all my blessings and love one another as he has loved me. I feel so loved by him. I just want to just thank him. I receive being able to have that opportunity to receive the body and blood of Christ on a daily basis is incredible. I just thank him so much for it. It strengthens me. This week is the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The gospel is from John 6, 24 to 35. Once the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they too embarked in the boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, I assure you, you are not looking for me because you have seen signs, but because you have eaten your fill of the loaves. You should not be working for perishable food, but for food that remains unto life eternal, food which the Son of Man will give you. It is on him that God the Father has set his seal. At this, they said to him, what must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus replied, this is the work of God. Have faith in the one whom he sent. So that we can put faith in you, they asked him, what sign are you going to perform for us to see? What is the work you do? Our ancestors had manna to eat in the desert. According to scripture, he gave them bread from the heavens to eat. 
Jesus said to them, I solemnly assure you, it was not Moses who gave you bread from the heavens. It is my father who gives you the real heavenly bread. God's bread comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, give us this bread always. They besought him. Jesus explained to them, I am the bread of life. No one comes to me shall ever be hungry. No one who believes in me shall ever thirst. The word of the Lord. Questions. Who was Jesus looking for? The, who was looking for Jesus? The crowd. And what did they say to him when they found him? Rabbi, when did you get here? John 6, 24 to 25. Why did Jesus say they were looking for him? Because they had eaten their fill of the loaves. But what did Jesus tell them to work? For food that remains until eternal life. Food for which the Son of Man will give you, who is offering it to them. God the Father. And what has God said on him? His seal. John 6, 27. What did Jesus say his food is? John 4, 34 says, Jesus explained to them, doing this the will of him who sent me and bringing his work to completion is my food. What did the people say to Jesus and what was his response to them? What must we do to perform the works of God? His response, this is the work of God have faith in the one whom he sent. What did they ask him to give them so they could see and believe in him? A sign. What did they say their ancestors were given? Manna, bread from heaven. And who did Jesus say gives true bread from heaven? His father, John 6, 31 to 32. What does the bread of God do? It gives life to the world. We have no life in us. We do not have this bread, the Holy Spirit and Eucharist. For what did the people ask for this bread? And what did Jesus give them? I myself am the bread of life. John 6, 34 to 35. Who will never go hungry and who will never thirst? Anyone who go, goes to Jesus will never go hungry. And anyone who believes in him will never thirst. The personal. Compare the time you take to work for the food on your table and the time you take for food for your soul. How can you spend more time on working for heavenly food? Deacon can answer that. Prayer, Bible study, just wasting time with the Lord. Another book he said, pray more, study the word more, witness to Jesus more. In another book he said, I spend more time on my heavenly food than on my earthly food. Another book he said, by spending more time in prayer, meditations, journaling, putting this all into action. And I answer that, 
I used to spend far more time in preparing meals, shopping, and so forth. But now I spend as little time as I can and spend a great deal of time reading and studying the word of God. Sometimes I forget to eat when I get wrapped up in the Bible study. God healed me of compulsive eating through his word and led me to write a book about a year after Ken died on overcoming compulsive behavior by the power of God's word. Memorizing scripture and applying it to my life is transforming me day by day. The scripture before eating, I say, is from Romans 8, 38, 39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor principalities, neither the present nor the future, nor powers, neither height nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God that comes to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus has filled the hole in my heart with his love and his word, so I don't have to eat compulsively anymore. Praise God. Okay, we'll go into the psalm for this week. It's Psalm 78, um, verses 3 and 4, 23 to 25, and 54. What we have heard and know, and what our fathers have declared to us, we will not hide from their sons. We will declare to the generation to come the glorious deeds of the Lord, in his strength, in the wonders that he wrought. Yet he commanded the skies above and the doors of heaven be opened. He rained manna upon them for food and gave them heavenly bread. Man ate the bread of angels, food he sent them in abundance. And he brought them to his holy land, to the mountains his right hand had won. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? And how can you apply this to your life? Deacon can answer that. I will reveal these truths to you. In his application, I will study more and speak the truths of his word. Another book, what did the Lord say to him? We will declare to the generations to come. His application, I will continue to inform, exhort, and evangelize the young men in our community to become leaders, especially in my own family. In another book, I will reveal these truths to you so that you can describe these events to your children and your children's children. His application, I will speak and teach these Psalms to my grandchildren and to anyone who comes into contact with me I will live out the psalm also. And I answer that. Verse 4 says, We will declare to the generation to come the glorious deeds of the Lord and his strength and the wonders that he wrought. My application was speak about the healings God has done in my life to my children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, family and friends. It's not about what I have done. It is all about what he has done in my life. He is an awesome God. I have to keep telling myself when a little pride steps in that it's all about him, not about me. 
there is a song I like to play called, It's All About You, Jesus. It's not about me, as if you should do things my way. I surrender to your way. I love that song. It's so good. Now, the commentary for this week on John 6, 24 to 35. In today's gospel, Jesus is very direct in his reply to the waiting crowd of people. He tells them that they were blessed to see how God's grace enabled a large crowd to be fed with just a small amount of food. He goes on to tell them that their thoughts should be turned to God, who did these great things, instead of just thinking about receiving more bread. He tells them not to spend so much time and energy getting food, which perishes and instead strive for the food which lasts forever and gives eternal life. Jesus is speaking about two kinds of hunger. There is a physical hunger which physical food can satisfy and a spiritual hunger which that food can never satisfy. He was pointing out to them that they all that all they were really interested in was physical satisfaction. Jesus wanted them to be aware of the other hunger, which can be satisfied only by him. There is the hunger for truth, and in him alone is the truth of God. There is the hunger for life, and in him alone is the abundant life. There is the hunger for love, and in him alone is the love that outlasts even death. We need to remember always that Christ alone can satisfy the hunger of the human heart and soul. We are told in this scripture that God has set his seal on him, and that seal of God is truth. The seal of God has been placed upon all who believe in Jesus Christ, and that seal of truth was placed there by the Holy Spirit. In the ancient world, it was not the signature, but the seal that gave anything its proper value. We know that the truth of God is the beginning, the middle, and the end of life. That is why Jesus can satisfy the eternal hunger. He is sealed by God. He is God's truth, incarnate, and it is God alone who can truly satisfy the hunger of the soul, which he created. Our application this week. The first reading reveals that the spiritual response to stress is obedience to God. The second reading shows that what we believe is the way we live. The gospel shows that only Jesus can satisfy the eternal hunger. This week, feed upon God's word when the hunger pains of temptation or stress attack you. Remember, Jesus can satisfy your hunger through prayer, reading his word, receiving the sacraments, and Christian fellowship. Let him be the bread of life for you every day, and you will see a dramatic improvement in your spiritual and physical life, health. 
Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for this lesson. Thank you for giving us your body, your sacred body. Thank you for the food that we need. You give us in your word and in Eucharist. We thank you so much, Lord, for your precious body and blood, soul and divinity is the Eucharist is our life, Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you for dying for us. Thank you for giving us new life through your death and resurrection. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you and have a wonderful week. See you next week. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.